ladies and gentlemen, we have back in the studio solo. <laughs> yeah, let's get it, man. How you been, man? Doing all right, man. It's Monday. Uh, yes, it definitely is Monday. How's your weekend? Man, weekend was great, man. Doing things with the kids, family stuff. Yeah. Gotta make time for that. Did you uh, get a chance to do any music, any new music, or listen to some new music? Nah, no no music, no new music. Um, pretty much spent the whole weekend with the kids. Family and the kids got to come first. Uh, so we're going to jump right into this, man. Uh, the one thing I definitely wanted to start off asking you about is I know that you uh, make your own beats, uh, and you have to mix them down, so you basically uh, you engineer them too. So I was going to ask you... Uh, what made you want to mix down your own beats and then learn how to mix them down? It just boiled down to one, money. Um, it costs money to do stuff like that. Um, if you want to make an investment, you have to have money to start something up. And for two, I'm a control freak. Um, if you have a mix or a master or you have a change that you didn't like, um, if you leave it in another person's hands, um, it's on their time, not yours. Um, when you can have full control over your time and you can do whatever the hell you want because you're the one who's in control of it. I mean, if I wanted to change a freaking, uh, any type of sound in it or the levels weren't balanced out, whatever the case would be, I can just go ahead, sit down and do it myself and I can finish it as quickly as I want to finish it. Um, and, you know, that's basically what it was just going down to having full control over what I wanted to do and not putting it in anybody else's hands. That's what's up. Did, um, did you pick up any um, tips or tricks of the trade along the way, or are you just self-taught? Um, for the most part, paying attention to a lot of people around me. Um, you got Tone Benjamins, you have um, Coach. Um, those are basically the big, bigger influences as far as... Um, tricks of the trade when it comes to mixing and mastering but other than that i mean it was just trial and error i mean in the beginning of it it was just the beats were my beats um i was toying with sounds for a while and then i just picked what i wanted to hear i mean again it goes down to control over what you want so you mentioned tone benjamin's um he helped you along the way you mentioned coach of course they both have uh been to the studio come through here and blessed us with uh bars and beats um how long were you working with tone benjamins for or coach for that matter Woo, that's it's been a minute i want to say about mm, i want to say about 14 15 years something like that it's been a minute yeah, that's that's a long time yeah it is and uh I, I know they both have their own musical catalogs out there with uh like i said bars and beats uh can you give me um uh, can you give me any kind of information of what uh let's go with uh tone benjamin's first that he gave you on mixing and then the second part of that question be what did he give you about uh writing your bars or how you deliver your punch lines or the bar itself with the mixing itself was just listening to little details and not just rushing into it um and this is something that uh tone benjamins was telling you about tone benjamins had a say in it um he did have his voice in it but then again it goes to just time and trial and error over time i just just took whatever he he had said 
whatever coach has said, whatever I saw people doing, whatever I heard, and basically putting it into one part of what I wanted to hear. Um, now, as far as the um, the beats-wise and the delivery, I remember the first session I had with, with Tone was um, recorded preordained. Like I said in my previous interview, um, that track was written in, in two different time periods. So a lot of it had to be corrected as far as time-wise just to match where I was at. But um, that one took a long time to record only because I was just fresh into recording in studio. So for me, it was like, I still had my flaws as, as a beginner. Like, okay, um, your delivery, watch how you say it. Um, you might not want to write that. Don't start that off yet. You know, things like that. I never was like, oh, stop, stop correcting me. You have to be, um, be willing to accept um, criticism um, as it may be. But um, just the rest of it was just me um, listening to what I wanted to hear come out of my mouth or listen to how I wanted it to be presented. That was uh, the information given to you uh from tone benjamins is there anything about uh coach jack nichols uh well coach basically um he ran around along the same lines as far as correcting but that relationship more so developed um as time progressed in the beginning it was more dealing with with tone and less of coach but as like i said as time progressed that's when the sounds started to come into play, the different types of um, of music, the different types of, of beats that were being presented that gave me the opportunity to venture into a different, um, different sound altogether. I mean, sometimes you have to be able to, to try different things, even if you don't think it might not work, but sometimes you just have to be able to do it. You can't just stay stagnant in one in one section because it, it like i said it can get stagnant and you don't want that i mean like i've always said it's always been just for me getting getting shit off of my chest and it, in the beginning it was never really about putting out music and and whatever the case would be doing shows things like that but now i'm starting to see all right let's try this sound let's try this or or little things like that that's what's up uh me personally, um, when it comes to mixing uh, down other people's tracks and stuff like that, um, I actually got some starter tips from Coach a while ago, uh, but I didn't sit still on just what he said. Um, I, grabbed, I went to the library, got some books and started reading up on it and figured out there's a whole nother realm of mixing than what he actually showed me. He just gave me the starter tools and basically saying, okay, I'm gonna start you off, but if you really wanna do this, you gotta learn it on your own. So I went and got some books and read, and this is one of my favorite things to do is uh, reading and also going to YouTube and watching videos from successful engineers and, and uh, see how they do their thing. Um, do you do anything like that? Do you? Uh, Read no. a little bit, or yeah, I definitely, I definitely do research. I mean, you can't just solely just think, all right, I'm gonna try this, and this is how it's gonna be. Now you gotta do your homework, man. You can't just um, expect it all to fall in your lap. Ain't nobody gonna do do things like that for you. I mean, you have to do your own research as far as what what you're interested in. I mean, you can't expect to fix a car and you don't know 
anything about fixing cars and you think you just could go to it and just take this part out. Nah, there's this, do your research on it. Same thing, same thing applies to music. I mean, it applies pretty much full circle as far as research goes. You gotta do your homework on everything if you really wanna to, um, to go further with it. And, I mean, it, it's not even just that. You, are, you also have to have a willingness to learn. Um, may what may work for you may not work for somebody else or vice versa but it doesn't hurt to research it doesn't hurt to try it um nobody says it has to be that way you might try something somebody else did and you may not like it or you may like it so i mean do your research do your homework on it um things like that let me ask you a question about uh your beats do you play any instrument or did you learn by picking those up and just starting to play because you want to make beats or did you take any kind of classes to teach you how to play the piano, the drums, the guitar or anything like that? It was with the piano. Um, I did go to do a school for like, I don't even know what the time period was, but it was short, short lived, very short. Um, but I had already been playing the piano for a few years before that but it was based off of sound i didn't i don't think i had the 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 care to learn how to read the sheet music i didn't care anything about learning the fundamentals of it i just wanted to hear the sounds i wanted to play the sounds i wanted to reiterate what i was listening to as far as music goes and um as far as the you know the midi boards and 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 the drum pads and all that stuff that was just over time toying with it and just learning how to how to um, really use those those types of instruments? I mean, it's it's it can be overwhelming, but you just have to have the patience and understanding that this is something that I'm gonna learn how to use, and this is what I'm gonna use to execute what I'm using as far as making my music go. Now, how did you feel the first time that you know that you heard yourself? on an instrumental now when i say the instrumental was the instrument the first one you ever were on what is it was it your instrumental uh were you on a track with somebody else uh, how did that work out the first track the actual first track and this is stuff that that's literally in a file sitting somewhere on my hard drive um i forgot what the beat was but it's back when when they would put instrumentals on on a mixtape and just sell them out and we i went out and bought one with my brother and he was like let's write to this i'm like all right yeah okay whatever cool do you happen uh, to remember that instrument no i don't not off the top of my head i don't it's, it, that's been years you talk about 15 <laughs> somewhere between 15 and 20 years ago okay <laughs> it was off an instrumental mixtape that you got so yeah it, would... was, it was an instrumental mixtape it wasn't um something that was created it was already something that was being Out played there. on the radio okay so it's an industry one now how did you feel the first time you got on that beat? I was excited as shit. I was, man, I was like, man, that's me. Um, I mean, it's different now. The feeling's different. Like, yeah, that's me. I'm more like, okay. Well, that's because you've been doing it for a while. So I was just trying to find out how you felt that first time you ever got on that beat and uh, laid your, your lyrics over that beat. Um, now, how, how did it make you feel when you know that you went over on your own beat the first time you recorded on your own beat how did that make you feel it was it was an and feeling i mean i it was great that i that i finally made a beat of my own but i don't i don't think i put too much thought into it as far as yo this is my beat i never really really acted that way when it came to 
riding on my own tracks. I mean, I just, however I was feeling was exactly how I, how I wrote to the track. So for me, it was like, hey, okay, next one. Well, I, I would think that you would have some kind of excitement no, or joy. No, I, mean, I you know was excited. I mean? like, I'm really weird when it comes track. to showing excitement. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I have too. a straight face and tell, yeah, man, that's exciting. You know, <laughs> but your face don't show it. No, I mean, I'm ecstatic, but I mean, I'm just weird like that, I guess. Well, you know, everybody has their little quirks. I just, like I'm saying, I would just think that you made that beat and you like, yo, I'm about to go on this and then you go on it. And actually, how did you, like, when you went over that first beat, did you like, and you listened to it after, were you like, ah, yo, this was dope. Oh, man, I could have done better than that. How'd you feel like that? I had this as a dope feeling, but the initial reaction to it was, all right, I can do better. That's what's up. That that's all it was. I, even when I do write music now, I'm like, okay, I like this, but I can do better. And we, like some sinister, ah, I'm gonna do yeah. better. And we talked about this before about uh, the vocals. Your vocals. You know, some people don't uh, they don't like their voices, uh, or excuse me, how, how their voice sounds right away when they start rapping. Something I guess you have to grow into. Um, when you first heard your voice on an actual beat, did you like the way your your voice sound or? Or did it, you like, eh, I, could, I don't like the way I sound. I never liked the way I sounded, even on, on the initial track. I mean, you could just, I, I had to learn how what delivery was. I had to learn what um, what vocal pitches were. I had to learn over time how to control my vocals. Um, I think at this point, I, I pretty much have an idea of where, where I'm at vocally, but I've also had different things happen within time that's kind of changed it from either growth or surgery, whatever the case may have been, um, stress, um, things like that, that could have played a role in how, how my voice altered itself. The first time I actually heard myself with somebody else on the track, I was like, I don't like the way that sounds. I, I could do better. I, I never liked the way I sound. And I think that's something that a lot of people generally feel at first. I don't like the way I sound. And then you, you have your, tips and your tricks to to make it sound better as you get you know further in the in the the craft of rapping um but i think a lot of that has to boil down to how confident you are with your rhymes with your with your pen game your pencil game i think if you if you if you if you're sharp with that with that tool then what you put out in that booth is going to be a lot better no definitely i mean that that and Basically, but the delivery has to be there also. Your it's delivery like you has to, to be there, but it's also about presentation. I mean, I, you can't just go to a thing like, yeah, then, then it just sounds crazy. But if you go in there like, yeah, then, you know, you you learn what, what's going to work best for you, for you, how you want to present that track. Um, I hear myself um, in some of my tracks, and I can tell you, yeah, I wasn't really feeling that track. You can hear it in my tone of voice listen to the drop in this tone or you could tell I was tired or whatever the case would be I can tell because I know when I when I'm on my deliveries I'm more on I want you to feel what I'm feeling like I said in, in the other interview if I'm happy you're gonna hear that if, you, if I'm pissed you're gonna hear it too I mean it's just, just just the name of the game in my opinion okay um I know you have a project uh coming out with uh coach Jack Nichols uh can you tell me a little bit about that? Let the people know what that's about. Um, basically, the, it, it was a collaborative um, piece of work. Um, it came simultaneously as I was working on End of a New Era. 
think somewhere in the middle of it. And um, coaches like I never, you, like the only artist that I haven't worked with, and I will work with pretty much everybody that 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 is in our circle. And you're the only one I have it. You know, what do you think of? What would you think of um, collaborating on albums? Like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's Jack for you. That's Jack. I was like, All right, bro. Uh, and he actually he's very easy to work with too. I must say that. Um, did you guys did it? Was it did you click instantly, or there's something that you had to grow on? No, there was automatic click. Um, I think one of the first tracks he sent me, um, I think around, actually it was around the time I had surgery. So I told him I'll be down for like a month or two, but you know, go ahead and send me some beats. I'll listen to them. And I think I even recorded a track during recovery when I wasn't supposed to. Um, I'm just hard headed like that. Um, but recorded letters and he sent me the track and I'm sitting there thinking, all right, cool. Um, during recovery and I happened to write the verse it was one of the days where I could have sleep and it was one of those beats that just made me think um, so that's what I wanted you to do in the track I wanted you to think I wanted you to listen to what I was saying versus giving you the full details you know let you play with your with your mind let you let you play with your imagination and figure out more so than me painting it for you I want you to to think about the words that are coming out of my mouth um, and we recorded a few other tracks. I mean, the project's still under works because of um, time constraints and um, our scheduling. But I mean, tracks like "Letters," um, "Cross That Line." That was that was a good track to work on. Um, what was the other one? I can't remember off the top of my head because it's sitting in, it's sitting in a folder. Like I said, it, it was a time constraint album. We didn't want to rush it. But on the same note, we wanted to get it done. We were so excited that even with our schedule, it just wasn't wasn't possible for the mere fact that, again, it was time constraint. Um, I know letters got done pretty quickly. Um, yeah, that's the the main one that sticks out on my head because I really like that track. So there's no uh, deadline or timetable for safe for this album to be released this nah this i don't think initially we we wanted to but in the same time we both had agreed like we're not gonna rush this let's just let time take its course and when it comes out it comes out um i think because it wasn't really a priority at the time he had his project going on i had mine going on so it wasn't even a a, a time priority thing which is more so just i want to get this done but i want to do it the right way Okay. Now, like we said last time, we have this uh, solo and I have our show coming up that we are doing in Hartford at Alpine Calf. I wanted to ask you something about that. I wanted to ask you, do you already have the songs that you're going to be doing or is it going to be uh, songs from the uh, yeah, end of an era? Yeah, ba basically or, how I pick. Or are you going to be doing some new ones? For that, for that set. Is one I wanted to pick something that had the most energy in it. I'm not saying that all of my tracks don't have energy. It's more so geared towards the crowd and how much energy I want to put into it, how much energy I want you to feel resonating off of me as I'm on that stage. Um, I already have my track listened. Um, what I did is I picked some from one project, some from another, and then some from another. Oh. And that's how I went down the list. Okay, is there gonna be uh, one that's unreleased that no one's heard of yet, like a, a new solo, 
a new solo mm, track. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that's fair. Um, but I'll know before anyway. <laughs> no, no, of course. I mean, um, what about Coach? Are you guys gonna do a track together, or you know, you just both gonna have your just your own sets? Period. No, we we had already discussed that, and um, it was agreed that we were just gonna do our own sets, and um, uh, we weren't gonna do anything off our project yet because um, I didn't think that was a time to to do it. Is there anybody else on on the uh, the billing for that night that you've already worked with? Uh, I know you've worked with the DJ before, but uh, is there any other artist that you actually have a song with that's uh, performing that night, or is it just Coach and we gonna see what happens after that? No, it's just Coach. I mean, after that, after that, um, it's whatever happens. I mean, I'm pretty pretty selective on on if I want to be a feature on somebody's track or vice versa. Um, you know, you get that thrown around a lot, but it's not always meant to be. You can't just go there. Like, yeah, let's lay a track down. It may not work out, um, and it may work out. I mean, it can, it can have any type of effect on it. But I'm not really big on features because, I mean, the name says it alone, solo. I mean, <laughs> it, it, solo it wasn't single. stated because it sounded fucking more cool. or less. <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. When you do uh, get on other other people's tracks. Are you aiming for the jugular? Or are you just saying, okay, I'm a, I'm a fit within the track? Do you feel like, yo, I gotta go extra hard to show who I am, cause I ain't gonna be the bottom of the track? Or do you just say, whatever I put on it, I'm gonna put on it? Do you worry about your how you, how you feel you placed on that track if it was more than, you know, two or more people on there? Overall, no. In my opinion, I think if you're gonna be a feature on somebody's track and this can work, work full circle. Um, it's a sport, basically. I treat it like a sport. I mean, if, you, if you're on a basketball team, I mean, it's a team effort, but on the same note with a sport, you want to stick out like a sore thumb. If you got, um, what are those things called? The, the, the scouts, they come into your games to see who's the top freaking pick of the, uh, of the, of the fucking crop on that sport. I mean, I think the same thing would apply to music. I mean, if you got three, four people on the track, two people on the track, versus one person. You got all three or four of them on there, two people. Um, the crowd or the listener is gonna pick who had the hardest fucking verse. Basically, how that's gonna work. I mean, I've I've been in instances where I've heard their verses or we've gone over our verses, but I've never, I, I was never like, oh, okay, well, they wrote that, now I gotta rewrite my shit. See, nah, that, I that was my, my next shit. question for you. That was my next question. Have you ever heard somebody else's verse and then go back and rewrite your verse me i don't do anything like that i don't what i write is what i write and and that's how it is uh there's a lot of people that want to hear your verse and you know let me hear how your sound so you know i don't know some people say i just want to hear the way your verse sounds so i can make sure they they correlate together uh me i don't like nobody to hear my verse i don't like nobody over my shoulder i just want to write my verse and i don't want to hear anyone else's verse because i'm going to give you what i want to give you I, you know i'm i'm gonna do the track the way i want to do the track you know if you give me a topic and we're writing about the topic that's fine I don't know. That's kind of weak to me. If I gotta hear somebody else's verse and then go rewrite mine to, to make it better, you I've said you should always I've, bring your best to me. You should always be trying for your best for that track. That's that's my opinion. You let me know. No, I, I, I've sent out verses if I've um, 
been a feature or featured with somebody or I've sent out like the first eight, four, eight bars or I might have sent out an idea. But I mean, like I said, when I write that verse, um, I'm going for the fucking jugular. I'm going um, regardless if, if you think your shit is hot, whatever the case would be. I know when I write mine, this is this is who you're going to get. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to sit there. Well, you know, we we all got to sound like a fucking team. Nah, I don't do that shit. Uh, um, I want to stick out when I don't try to change the way I write. I don't change the way I sound just to accompany you. You're going to know it's me. Either you know it or you don't. I'm not going to sit here and force it down, your, force it down your throat or nothing like that. So when I do write these bars, it's like, okay, I know that this two to three other people, maybe four, um, either I'm going to be at the top of the top of the freaking the list or I'm going to be that dude that everybody listens to. No, that motherfucker was whack. That was trash. Um, that's how I approach it. Do you think that because you say when they think you're whack or you're trash, is it? I can't see that because to me, the only problem we is they're not listening to your, your words. That means to me that they're just listening to the beat and going with the beat because if you don't if, you, if that's all you're doing you're not going to really hear hear what somebody has to say and if you only listen to it once or twice you're not going to get all everything they say you might not comprehend it all so is that your point that they might think you're whack but they are, are they really listening because you got you got good flow you got good delivery and you got good lyrics so why would you think that somebody might think you're at the bottom I think people have the tendency to um, compare. Naturally, we have the tendency to compare. Um, mm-hmm. I've done it myself. I, I'm, I'm guilty of this shit. Um, yeah, I compare all the time. I but can, I think I overall, compare, people compare will... these new these these new age MCs. I don't even want to call them <laughs> MCs to the pioneers of the past. And they there's, listen, man. You guys, we'll get it. That's another story, man. We'll we'll discuss part that three. on yeah <laughs> on part three because you know how we get down. We start talking about the young MCs versus the old MCs back in the day to now. So we'll you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll set that aside for right now. But I know this when you've been on tracks with Tone Benjamins and Coach that I know of, and I know that when you get on tracks with them, you best bring your game. I mean, you best bring your bars. No, of course. And and that so, so, to me, you have to just be ready at all time. It doesn't matter. And I think for, by you being on tracks with them, you know, coach is gonna bring his bars, and you know, uh, tone's gonna bring his bars. So you are gonna be up to par regardless. Because if you wasn't, especially tone, he'd take you off the track and be like, "Yo, you gotta rework that." Oh, he's he. Oh. I've re- I've I I think there's one track I wrote questions is off of the beginning of a new era, um EP. Mm-hmm. Um he had me rewrite rewrite it right there because I mean just the just the um topic that I had chose for that for that track alone. Um he's like nah I don't think you want to you know start that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um and I took I took it constructively and I didn't go oh why I don't want to rewrite I ain't doing none of that shit. Um. But especially being on tracks with those two, you better have bring your A game. You better have just knowing that you're on a track with them. And and Tone will attest to this, and he'll tell you, like, if you initially when I had showed him the tracks that I did before we had recorded Preordained, um, he'll tell you, shut up. He wouldn't have fucked with me if he didn't think I had, had some type of um, work ahead of me. Or if I didn't have 
some type of um on bars to to bring to the table because if not he would have all right cool next yeah that that's what i'm saying being on tracks with them like they would let you know that uh maybe this isn't for oh, you oh hell yeah you know what i'm saying uh that yeah I, that's what i'm saying i don't think you would ever have to think like your bars are not good enough and i'm not saying that you do think that my bar my bars my bars are never good enough for me okay okay that's how i put it my bars are never good enough for me mm. like i said at the end of the day i'm looking at that mirror i'm not looking at the crowd i'm not looking at um whoever's behind me i'm looking at me i'm my opponent when i'm riding those bars i'm i'm my opponent when i'm laying those tracks down um how do i want to sound when you go into it hey solo how you want to sound um do you want to sound like a maniac today you know shit like that <laughs> are you in a happy mood you're never happy with your own bars so basically you have to if you're happy with do you get to the point where you say well i'm happy with my own bars and maybe i should be done you know i'm talking about done rapping period because to me it's like they say when you think you know it all you figured out okay i i learned all i can learn they said then that's usually the time when you should quit i always i always say that I'm and good. i don't believe you can you'll never learn everything to nah you'll never you have to be willing to learn if you say you can't learn then just stop but i mean i'm always willing to learn i'm always saying oh fuck this i'm done um but then again i, I come down here everybody hears it like, oh shit he dropped another track well i thought you were done that, that's just how I am. I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't want to do this today. I'm out in the mood. <laughs> Let's go back to the show for uh, for a second. The show's uh, June 23rd. Um, yep. How long will you be performing that night? I already know, but let the people know. Mm, just under 20 minutes, I think it is. Okay. And how many songs do you think you'll be able to get out of that 20 minutes? About six or seven. That's what's up. And Seven being an iffy. That's what's up. And these are going to be from end of a new era, beginning of a new era. Um, end of a new era, beginning of a new era, and the darkest hour AP. Those, those three I, I handpicked, um, specific tracks just off based off of energy, how I felt about it, how I think the attention might get. Um, I know, I know when it comes to to my music, um. You're always gonna see one thing which is consistent, the shock value in it. You're gonna tell, even though based off of my character from people's interactions with me, like, can't believe you said that. Or, you know, people's looks in their face, like, oh shit. Um, that's just how I am. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see what let's see what I can get out of this. Solo, it was great to have you in here. Solo. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. But uh we're gonna have you back again. We're gonna get into part three. Some other things that we gotta talk about. Like we said, it'll probably be about these new age MCs and the tight pants and the crops. What about shirts. Jake from State Farm? <laughs> yeah, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, but once again, man, it's a good to have you in here, brother. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon, Definitely, brother. Man. Anything else you want to let the people know? Um, nah, it's Monday, man. Happy fucking Monday. <laughs> All right, people. We're going to be out of here. And once again, this was the artist Solo, my man. Solo. And, Peace. Uh, this is Trust Studios. And I am King, King, King.